You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So, I hope you're doing well, that you've been uh, weathering the tumultuous times that we are all residing in. We do have the sun moving into Sagittarius right away, which is going to be quite a shift in energy for us. And we also have the big news of the week, which is the lunar eclipse in Taurus on the 19th. So it happens like shortly after midnight on the 19th. So if you'd stayed up late on the 18th, on Thursday into Friday, you could really kind of tap into the energy, write out your plans, meditate, connect with your inner self and see, you know, connect with your higher self, see what you need to create, see what you need to let go of. It's a full moon too. So the energy that leads up to the full moon is especially powerful. And also the fact that there's an eclipse which is also powerful. That's what happens when the nodes, the full moon or the new moon is conjunct the nodal axis. And the nodes right now are in Gemini and Sagittarius about to change into Scorpio and Taurus coming up in December. So that they're the very beginning degrees of Sagittarius and Gemini. So you might be feeling like we've all been feeling that sort of push to be more conscious and verbalize what we need to what our truth is which is Sagittarius but then with the Gemini north node the verbalization of everything and like the communication is important so we've all been kind of going through that and what what that means for you depends of course on where it is in your chart leading up to this full moon lunar eclipse is basically a pretty powerful week we've got on the 15th there was a sun jupiter square which everybody will still be feeling and it can give you like a boost of enthusiasm or um it's like kind of like throwing another log on the fire you you get like a it it kind of expands everything like jupiter does and with the sun there too squaring jupiter it gives us a chance to kind of maybe tap into what our abilities are and be hopefully like don't overestimate what you can do don't take on don't bite off more than you can chew don't overestimate what you can do is a good rule of thumb with jupiter but we also have on the 17th leading up a mars opposite uranus energy that's big to transform and change the, like the higher octave of that energy is is very much about like insight and and innovation and understanding and like kind of lightning bolt flashes of insight downloads of higher information it's a very advanced kind of lightning light worker energy but the like the dark side of that the the lower octave would be kind of transhumanism or you know, fears of nanobots being in, injected into us or us being controlled by technology, which if you look around, that could definitely, the, the, the dark and the light are definitely here together, both playing a role. 
So with it being opposite Mars in Scorpio, Mars in Scorpio wants to, it's a very psychological, very like psychically astute, aware of every nuance, aware of what's going on. It can, of course, the lower octave of the Scorpio energy could be like power hungry and jealous and controlling and manipulative, but the higher octave is very transformative and becoming, you know, our best selves working through the darkness, like, you know, digging around in the muck, taking a trip through the underworld so that we can become our best selves and step into our power. And if we're kind of unwilling to do the work on ourselves, we will kind of turn the need for power out into the world and maybe we we behave like a bully or, you know, we undermine other people or throw sideways insults or do something to gain power over others that is malicious. So it's always better to step into your own power and do, you know, do the things that you need to do to heal and transform. And then you won't like have a kind of bastardized version of the energy that makes you want to steal power from others. So that's a good thing to think about, especially with this Mars in Scorpio energy. Mars is like, it can be an aggressive energy. It can be like picking fights and kind of getting off on the chaos sort of energy. But in Scorpio, it could even be quite dark, right? Like there could be some dark things that come to light, some exposing of secrets, digging up of the past, figuring out where the bodies are buried, that kind of stuff can be going on. Um, But ultimately, what we're here to do is to transform and to be our higher selves and become who we knew we could be when we came to planet Earth and shine our light and be our true selves. Be sure to, you know, have your intentions set on manifesting the positive, the highest vibration. There is, like with the Mars-Uranus energy, there can be accidents, there can be explosions, there can be unexpected events, there can be bizarre weather, especially coming up to the eclipse. There's often strange weather occurrences that will happen. There can be like, you know, tornadoes or tsunamis or like really shocking weather can occur. Shocking events can occur. Even just being around the eclipse because the eclipses act as portals to kind of shuffle us into new timelines. Like shuffle doesn't seem like the right word because it seems a little, it's like you get ping ponged into a new timeline or, you know, there's all kinds of ways to go onto new timelines. Hopefully it's nice and smooth and easy and lovely. Although these times would probably indicate that smooth and easy and lovely is not really part of the agenda most of the time. Wednesday the 17th, you do definitely want to, to, this is going to be two days now before the eclipse. You definitely want to be careful. The moon is conjunct Uranus. It's opposite Mars. And then Mars and Uranus are opposite each other too that same day. So it's potent, potent energy that we need to be aware of so that we don't act rashly or even, you know, taking a break from like it's not the day for a road trip. If you can stay off the roads, you want to be kind of in a situation where you could control as many variables as possible, which would then make it less likely for, you know, accidents and things like that to occur. Where I'm living in Canada, in the on the west coast of Canada, we're having this crazy like torrential it stopped today, but it went on for days. Like just, it was like Noah's Ark level rain was going on and just crazy amount of rain. 
like completely unusual, like snow in Texas. I mean, it rains here, but this level of rain was unheard of. And now we've got this crazy amount of flooding going on. The whole highway that, that kind of leads the the lower mainland, which is like Vancouver and, and the suburbs going towards the mountains, is completely shut down. People can't get, like from where I am basically is where it shuts down. So the highways are underwater. It's like the whole valley has become a lake. Lots of the neighborhood was evacuated because of possibilities for landslides and just not being sure whether the land is stable with this level of rain. So completely not stuff that is generally ever had to be worried about where I am is now this like concern and evacuations are happening. It's just really crazy and very like it makes sense with the eclipse coming up. Jupiter tied in even the Neptunian energy because flooding and the the waters are I mean it's unfortunate too because it's going to wipe out it's wiped wiped out roads and and thoroughfares and it makes you realize that we can be really cut off from the rest of the country quite easily when something like this happens or if the roads were like parts of the highway have washed away in the middle of the mountains in a major the Coquihalla highway which is like a major thoroughfare through the mountains of British Columbia and that just washed away. So this major thoroughfare is now stopped. And it's not just like a, you know, a little fix. This is like a massive, like reconstruction will be required to fix these things. So I don't know how things are where you are. Hopefully they're a little more stable. Like even just the fact that the earth is so unstable. I always get suspicious when, when really bizarre weather happens and think that it's being controlled. Even like the fact that that Texas got snow it was just very fishy. Things like that, you know, especially knowing about harp, it makes me always suspicious. So who knows why it's happening, but there is this like level of out of control that can occur when the Uranus energy is is kind of playing around and things. But also it can enlighten us. So pick your side. If, if you happen to land on the more difficult side of situations, just breathe through it and get comfortable with whatever's coming up because the only way out is through, basically. So if you've got stuff to go through, you got stuff to go through and you need to go through it. So try and be with it. And that, like with the Scorpio energy that we've got going on right now, you have a lot of, um, the sun and Mars are both there. You have a lot of oomph and a lot of, support and the space is being held for you to process whatever difficult things you might need to process. So the Neptune right before the full moon lunar eclipse we have Neptune in a trine to Mercury. That can be like you know poetry or songs or art or communicating something beautiful and divine like you know sharing sharing something inspiring or uplifting all those sort of soul words joy and harmony and love and happiness and togetherness and connection and all those kind of words that that are lovely and harmonious are connected to this mercury trine neptune energy so it'd be a really good day like building up to this full moon it's a really good time for you to get in touch with what your deeper needs are what you feel you need to create in the world the lead up to this full moon you're going to feel it that exact day with the full moon lunar eclipse remember lunar eclipse there's like they're two weeks apart the lunar and solar eclipse and they they literally are there to help usher us into this new dimensions of reality that are open to all of us so the more we can stay in our positive 
rendition of things, the more we take control of the vibration and the frequency that we're sending out and make sure that we don't get involved in drama or, you know, try to stay as much out of triggering situations as much as possible is really great. But also just being there to know what you want to create and trust. Like if you know what you want to create, you can use this time kind of like a swinging door to another reality for yourself. So figure out who you are and what you want to create and what you might be missing and what you value. And, and that can help clarify where you're going and what you're trying to create in your life. And which is a very important thing to do with the eclipse energy. The lunar eclipse can get us in touch with like our emotional needs, what we need, like our feeling needs, what our feelings need to feel good. Make sure that we're, you know, involved with people who make us feel loved and appreciated and secure and people who don't, you know, distance yourself from that because you don't really need that in your life. Nobody does. You need to have people that you can trust and that you love and that love and trust you and that will make sure that you can be in a, a stable foundation. You can have a stable foundation for which to work from. And that's important for all of us to have a, a secure base with people who love us and who we love around us. The day after this full moon, we've that the full moon actually has, it's the, it's the same day, the full moon lunar eclipse. It actually has Venus trine Uranus that day. So unexpected meetings can occur, unexpected lucky events, because Venus can be like love and relationships, but also the things that you value in life. So there could be a sudden opportunity that comes your way or something really fortunate unfolds and it can happen quite suddenly. Like you, maybe you bumped into someone in the store that happened to be like a contact for an opportunity that you needed or like that kind of random business can happen. Or even just like you got contacted. Someone said, hey, I want to work with you. That can happen. Or maybe you can meet the love of your life if you're on the market. That's sort of really, or even a great friend or, or whatever. You know, again, with Venus, it's what we value. So it depends really on what you value. Venus is in Capricorn right now. And Capricorn is a very... Like hardworking, what, what is your, what are you going to leave behind? Who are you going to, um, what is your like lineage? What, what is your, not lineage, but what is your legacy for your lineage? What are you going to contribute? How are you going to be the boss that you are? How are you going to manage things better? But also being careful to not work too much, not make work your, you know, not worship your work. It's just a part of your life and hopefully a balanced part of your life. So there could be work opportunities with the Venus and Capricorn energy. And it's actually in this wonderful trine with Uranus. So lucky work situations can occur, which is fabulous, right? Like, of course, we would want some lucky stuff to occur on the work front. But also it could be you could get downloads of really helpful information. You could suddenly understand something you didn't understand before or know in your heart what is true when before you were confused. So it can be very, it's like a download. Like you're literally like, oh, I'm going to upgrade the program. Bam, that can happen. So the next day, there is a Mercury squaring Jupiter, a trine between the moon and Saturn. And those two aspects like the, the trine between Saturn and the moon can help you work really hard, can help you kind of maybe do what you need to do, like tap into the discipline that you need. Like maybe you've just been in a breakup and you, you still want to talk to the person that you broke up with, but 
instead you're going to call, it would be this sort of discipline of Saturn that makes you go, no, don't do it. You have more pride than that. You know that it's not a good relationship. It helps you kind of talk yourself down and be a disciplined human, which is always good. Discipline is good. Discipline precedes dominion. So the one thing that's tricky on that day is Mercury is squaring Jupiter. So it can be like great and you probably feel really good and your mind is probably going to be like really jacked up on like, you know, big thoughts and big ideas. And we've got the galactic center kind of coming to play into things too. So there's these, this possibility for like really big waves of understanding and upgrades to our energy field with this energy. But also you don't, again, with Jupiter, you always want to be careful, like, don't overdo it. Don't overeat. Don't over, you know, be careful with any sort of debauchery tendencies you might have because you might end up really regretting what you've done with Jupiter. Like you can, you can overdo it. Like if you're, I just, this just popped into my head, but if you were going to get a boob job, let's say, and you were like, you know, trying to figure out what size to go with, Jupiter would be the one that was like, go big or go home. And then you end up getting these like giant big boobs. And then instead of enjoying your new boobs, you're actually like embarrassed by them because they're like that you totally overdid it. That can be like a Jupiter sort of that just popped into my head as like a good, you know, metaphor for what Jupiter can be like. It can make you overdo it. You don't want to overdo it. So even though you'll be enthusiastic and feeling probably very like having very fast and clear thinking which seems like fast and clear thinking it can cause you to make decisions that aren't in your best interest so try to like rein it in use that saturnian energy that's available that day to be disciplined to like make rational decisions to think of the future like you know if you were planning a boob i don't know why the boob job metaphors are in my head right now but for instance if you were to you know, if you were influenced more by Saturn when you were going to get a boob job, probably you wouldn't even get a boob job, actually. Saturn would be like, that's not practical. That's not a practical way to spend your money. But it would also be the one that'd be like, maybe you should be more careful. And what are what are the future consequences of this action? Like, what if you, you know, like a, Saturn won't get a tattoo? Because what if down the road, I don't like the tattoo? It would be the same about any sort of plastic surgery or any sort of, you know, alteration of your physical self. So, just be careful that you're using the voice of reason in the middle of your like, woohoo, like everything's awesome and I can do so much because this Jupiter is buoying me. But really Jupiter is going not going to always be in a position to make you able to carry through with what you're committing to. So just be careful. Just to, I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to poo-poo anybody's good ideas, but just know that it's best to kind of be... Um, I don't know, like, be careful. That's all I'm saying is be careful. Then on the 21st, we have the sun moving into Sagittarius, which is going to be such a nice, like, shift from the the sun in Scorpio. It really is because Scorpio can be so heavy and dense and, like, really, like, unfortunately focused on all the the dark side issues and the trauma that we have to process and all of that whereas Sagittarius is like woohoo let's just go let's just like get rid of these problems and think positive and release the past and but it's also very higher minded as well too like the the higher octave of Sagittarius is very much like what is the truth and what is the like the higher level of things that I need to tap into and 
you know, the adventure and being very worldly, whereas the lower octave can be very beastly and, and very much like, let's party and overdoing gambling and overdoing eating and overdoing sex and overdoing everything. So you don't want to um, really let the reins go on on yourself through the Sagittarian sun. It's better if you can kind of tie in enjoying life as a bit of an adventure, but also, you know, being careful and, and being... Um, making sure that your choices are balanced and for your greater good and that, you know, no pleasure can be fully enjoyed if you're going to regret it the next day, right? So just be careful about what you're doing because the Jupiter, sat the, the energy from Sagittarius can overdo it. And it can also make you a little more fickle. Like Sagas aren't one to stick around for drama. If there's too much drama or there's too much hassle, too many strings attached, they're they're out of there. It's like, no thank you. That's not like, and that can be one of the reasons why they're a bit of commitment phobes because they don't want to be attached to someone else's drama. They want to be able to be free and like aim their arrow wherever they want without having to like check in with somebody else. So that can be one of the energies that are like a good thing, but also it can hinder certain processes, especially if you want to couple up. Um, the same day that the sun moves into Sagittarius, there's a really beautiful sextile between Mercury and Pluto, which really does give us a chance to like be okay with the deep digging, be okay with whatever whatever space you need to hold, whatever might be coming up for you. It helps you be okay with that, and in and, and it's pretty lovely. Like I, I mean, not everybody likes the Plutonian energy, but it it can be. It's so empowering. Like once you get through a crisis or you get through a difficult situation, and you like not just suppress it, but actually work through it and feel your feelings, and you know, write the letters you need to write or speak to the people you need to write to try and process. You just feel so like healed and powerful and it really that's what happens is all the power it took to repress or to turn away from what was bothering you is now like empowering you instead so that's a good thing about Pluto we might all have that to be dealing with too so it's a pretty important time right now the two weeks between the the full moon and the new moon are considered the eclipse portal and it's a really good time to like change you've got changes on the horizon change your inner self change what doesn't work make life more how you want it and you have that opportunity right now so that is it for this week thank you so much for listening i wish you all the best with this most potent powerful transformative time and thank you again for listening many blessings